0: Hi everybody. Welcome to another episode of Black O Creative. My name is Leisha Renice, and I am so happy that you are here. Blow you stay Yay. I celebrate you I see you I'm so proud of you I'm encouraged by you you're amazing you're absolutely amazing absolutely amazing and I hope that you're taking this day and every day to live it to the fullest to really check in with yourself and see am I living a life that I'm proud of you know and you can be proud of the little things it doesn't have to be big just everyday thing are you living life honestly and authentically And if you are, that's a win to me. That's a win in my book. So welcome everybody to another episode of Black Girl Creative. I'm so happy that you're here. Yay! And if you checked out last episode, if you didn't get a chance to check out last episode, please check it out. But if you did, how good was that interview, y'all? How good is that interview with Miss Lisa? She's amazing. And so... Again, just a little, you know, summary. Miss Lisa is a woman who lives life on her own terms. She's a full-time Black woman, RVer. And she's an inspiration to so many people. Just an inspiration to so many people because they're, she's challenging them to really check in with themselves and be like, am I living a life that I love? And so listening, re-listening to her interview really helped me to check in and be like, am I listening, living a life that I love? You know what I mean? And if not, let's change some stuff. And we're going to get more into that in today's episode. But first, I want to shout out everybody who listens to this podcast, everybody who's left a comment or a review on iTunes or sent me a DM. I see you. And I want to read one of the um, reviews that we got this week. So this review comes from Farmer SMS. Hi. It says Alicia has created a great platform to celebrate black women and their stories. She has such eloquence and heart. Her stories are inspiring and amazing. Thank you. And please keep telling such powerful stories. First of all, thank you, Farmer SMS. I appreciate you leaving a review. It means a lot to me. I see you. I celebrate you. And I will definitely keep trying to keep showing up and tell these stories and giving black women the space to be able to be authentically themselves and to be honest about Every part of their lives, not just them being creative, but just like the magic and the struggle and the chaos and confusion and all that good stuff. So thank you so much for our SMS. I celebrate you. I see you. So we've extended the contest. So last month there was a contest for people who leave reviews. And um, it's extended mostly because people haven't really DM'd me to tell me who's leaving these awesome reviews. And so I want to celebrate you and honor you and enter you into a raffle to win $25 towards whatever business you want to support so just let me know who you are and you'll be entered into the raffle yay okay so as always again this episode and this podcast every episode is brought to you by the black girl creative collective and so if you're looking for a community of black women who are creative who are driven who are passionate and compassionate and kind and endearing please join black girl creative collective you won't you won't want to miss out on this and we actually have a um, an event coming up on the 20th And so it's free. The collective is free. Bring a friend. And yeah, let's get into today's episode. All right. So we heard the awesomeness that was Miss Lisa. We heard her story. And so now we're like, okay, what can I do to live an epic life, to live an amazing life, right? And so I want to share with you the first step that I think the first step is in creating a life that you absolutely love. And so the first question I want you to ask yourself is, what's not working in my life? What's not working in my life? And so that means what's heavy in my life? What feels burdensome? What feels like kind of like you have to do it because everybody's telling you to do it? And then what are you doing just because they, they're saying that you should do this thing, right? For me, I'm going to use the example of photography. And just because it's just a tangible example that I can think of offhand. Um, I was a full-time photographer Um, about a few years ago. And I started it and I was like, this is what I want to do. This is amazing. And so I started taking on weddings. And so weddings, if you've ever been a part of it or planning it, or like, you know, a vendor at a wedding, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of chaos. It's a lot of stress on the body and the mind and and your creative craft, right? And so for a while I was doing wedding photography and I was like, okay, this is, the money is okay. You know what I'm saying? But it really wasn't bringing me joy. And so Because I kept doing weddings and sharing wedding photos, people kept trying to book me for their weddings. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep doing this. So I put myself into this loop. But eventually I realized I am depressed after these weddings. My body is exhausted. It's tired. I'm like, you know, crouching. And just like the physical demands of being a a, a wedding photographer for all my photographers out there, you know how like demanding it is on the body. And so you end up not just being a photographer. You end up being the coordinator. People are asking you for direction. People are trying to direct for you. It's a lot of work. And so I realized it just wasn't working for me. And it was scary because I'm like, well, this is how I'm making my money. This is how, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it was hard to let it go because I'm like, what am I going to do for money now? Like, and I know that a lot of us are in those same predicaments. It's like, well, you know, I don't really want to do this thing, but I feel like I have to because I need money. I got to pay bills. I got to do what I need to do. And so eventually I let go of weddings. I stopped advertising for weddings. I stopped um, I stopped sharing wedding photos because I'm like, this isn't really something I want to do. And people are going to be drawn to your portfolio. So instead, I started doing portraits, portraits, and portraits have always been my thing, but I love doing portraits in a way that tells a story. So we recently had a photo shoot with, um, one of our best friends, like our, their family, and it's a husband and a wife, and they have two kids. And so I was taking their photos and the spark, the creative spark just like reignited, right? it reignited. And I'm like, this is exactly what I want to do. I want to take photos of people in their natural environments, not super posed, not super done up. I don't want to do a whole lot of Photoshop. I don't want to do that. I want to capture people as they are today, like a minimalist photographer, right? Like just a lens, a camera and the people. And so what it really showed me was that I had to leave room, you know what I'm saying, in my life to actually do stuff that I actually want to enjoy. Like I have to start taking out the things that isn't that isn't bringing me joy. And I know that that's like a whole thing now. It's very really trendy. Like, oh, does it spark joy? You know, but really, it's a really good question to ask ourselves. Like, what are we doing and why are we doing it? And so as you ask yourself, like, what's not working? What's not, what doesn't feel good? What doesn't fit anymore? It could be something that fit in the beginning and just doesn't fit anymore. Right. Um, I talked about at our meetup, we talked about the body and how as a woman, our bodies change. They're constantly changing. Right. Right. And so what fit on me when I was 25 does not fit on me now as I'm 31, right? My body has changed since then. And instead of trying to fit myself into these small clothes or trying to lose all this weight and all this other stuff just so I can be cute in this outfit, right? Maybe it would be better just to throw the outfit away or give it to somebody else who could benefit from it so that I can take in clothes that actually feel good on my body. So I can start to wear clothes that that actually make me feel good about myself and not clothes that make me feel like, I'm not enough, make me feel like I'm getting fat or whatever, you know, whatever the negative thoughts are. And so in order to do that, we really have to make room in our life for the good stuff. And so with this idea of things that don't fit us anymore, why do you do that? So with the clothes, right? Because this is just a tangible example. Why did I hold on to these clothes that don't fit me anymore? It doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't make sense, but I'm holding on to them because I'm hoping that one day I can get back to that size and be cute like that again, right? Using air quotes, cute. And so, the bigger problem here is not the clothes. It's not my body. It's my mindset. My mindset is telling me that I'm not enough today, that I'm not pretty or cute today, that I'm too big today, right? That I have to fit into these clothes and that this is the only way that I'm going to be successful or cute or, you know, attractive, right? When in reality, I just have to change my mindset. I'm cute and attractive today, right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay. To take on clothes that fit you now. And it's okay to change your mind. Like, if you lose weight in the future, sure, you'll just go shopping again. But my fear is letting go of the things that aren't fitting me anymore because I'm afraid that nothing's better, nothing better is coming. That's the bigger fear, right? If I let go of the cute clothes that I had, you know, at this point, six years ago, my fear is that there are going to be no, there, there are going to be no cute clothes for me today or no more cute clothes for me in the future. Or that somehow, you know, by letting go, I'm letting go of everything good in my life. You know, that's kind of like low-key hoarding. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I feel like in a lot of ways, we hoard things in our lives because we're afraid that nothing better will come. And so using the example of Miss Lisa from the last interview, from the last episode, you know, she let go of a whole lifestyle. And for a lot of people, her friends were like, are you crazy? Like, you heard her talk about that. Her friends were like, are you mad? Like, have you gone crazy? And really, like for them, it's like who would want to leave this life, this life of luxury and brunching, and you know, doing all the networking events. And for her, she realized, you know what, this fit me at a certain time. It doesn't fit me anymore. And so I had to let go of the things that aren't fitting me anymore, so that I can put on something that's more comfortable, something that makes me feel better, something that makes me feel more, more alive. And for her, it was really like a deprogramming. Like she had to deprogram herself from being plugged into this black, you know networking thing right so we go along with so many things in our lives because somebody along the way told us that we had to do it and it's like we took it as truth and we don't question it we don't sit there and say hmm is this really for me maybe that's for them but no we put it on ourselves and we expect it to fit the same way and so when it doesn't fit right that's like getting clothes borrowing clothes from your friend you two are two different sizes two different heights and then you put on their clothes And you're like, oh, something's wrong with me because these clothes don't fit. No, there's nothing wrong with you. The clothes just aren't made for you. They're not for you. And in the same way we put on things in our lives because we see other people doing it, And we question, like, why we feel so uncomfortable all the time, why we feel so heavy all the time, why we feel so down on ourselves all the time. And it's because we're wearing stuff that doesn't fit, so to speak. Like, just go with me here on this example. So in your own life, like, what doesn't fit? What doesn't fit anymore that used to fit? What felt good at the beginning, but now it's like, ah, I kind of want to change my mind and pivot. I kind of want to put on something new, try something different, you know? And ask yourself, do those things serve you? It doesn't serve me to wear clothes that don't fit. It doesn't serve me, you know, to do things that I hate. You know what I'm saying? When I can make room for someone who loves doing that and let them shine and let them do that thing. And I can make room in my own life to do new things that I like and enjoy. And so I get it. Like, I know that it's scary to let go of the heavy things. I know it's scary to let go of what's comfortable and what's been serving you for so long. And when something doesn't serve you anymore, it's like, who am I without this thing? And I'm trying to tell you, you are enough. You are complete. You are whole. And it's okay to take a brave step and to do something new. So think about this in terms of how you create and serve, right? Do you do things your own way or do you do things the way people are telling you to do it, you know? And is there something you're holding on to? Is there a fear that you're holding on to? Like, oh, if I do it my way, I'm not going to be successful. If I do it my way, I'm going to look dumb. If I do it my way, you know, people are going to leave. Whatever the fear is, really think about that fear and try to figure out where that fear is even coming from, right? Because the truth of the matter is none of those things may never happen. You know, You, you might actually do things your own way and be at peace. Like, again, people think success, people think of success in a certain way. Miss Lisa, in my mind, is successful, She's content. She's happy. She has everything she needs in like one vehicle. She's traveling the world. She's seeing things. She's living a life of her own luxury, not a life of luxury that people put on her, but her own life of luxury. And to me, that is successful. So for yourself, what would be successful for yourself? How would you feel? What would make you feel content? What would make you feel whole? And do those things. Follow your curiosities. Experiment. So like I said, I gave up doing weddings. I gave up doing weddings and I don't plan on looking back anytime soon, but it really opened me up to more personal projects, more things that really interest me. But if I was too busy doing the wedding photography, because it takes a long time to edit those photos too, I wouldn't have time to really explore what I want to explore with photography. I wouldn't have time to explore um, self-portraiture. I wouldn't have time to really experiment with friends and their photos to see how I really like taking pictures. Like, I want to be an adventure photo- adventure portrait photographer. I want to go on walks and take pictures of people just being their authentic selves. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't have time for that if I was just doing everything that I thought that I had to do just for the sake of doing it. And so I want you to dream of a life that you live on your own terms. What does that look like? How does it feel? You know, like, get real with yourself. Get honest. Get authentic. Is what you're doing serving you? And if not, let's change that. So the first step in creating a life that you love is to ask yourself what's not working and do less of it. Do less of that, opt out of that. And I know that it's scary. I know that sometimes it's risky, but I promise you, like when you let go of something that doesn't serve you anymore, you feel so much lighter. You feel so much more joy. There have been jobs that I declined and I'm like, Technically, this doesn't make any sense, right? But I know that it's not for me. And when I do it, I feel so much more peace. I feel less burdened. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm in alignment. And while I'm trying to figure out my life, I'm really in this stage of doing less. like Just doing less of the things that I feel like I have to do to make more room to do more of the things that I actually love. Things that actually move me and impact other people. And so I want you to do the same thing. I don't want you to live your life on autopilot. I want you to live a life that you actually love. And the power to create that life is in your hands. Again, you don't have to full-time RV. You don't have to be, you don't have to quit your job and like, you know, become a musician. But if you wanna do that, do that, do that. The worst thing that can happen is that it won't work out and then you go back to a job. If you have a job now, you're employable. You know what I'm saying? And so again, use your own, you know, your own judgment on that because like I'm speaking very generally, every person's situation is different. But I really want you guys to actually start living a life that you love, that feels good. And not just like listen to me for inspiration, but doing the work, like really check in with yourself. And I want to hear about it. Send me a message, email me, Um, send me a DM. Let me know like how you are doing with your check-in about your life. And let me know how you plan to change it and how you plan on living a life on your own terms. So until next, episode, until next episode, ooh, stuttering, you guys, I hope that you really take this into consideration. Again, if you haven't checked out the interview with Miss Lisa, please do. I promise it will change your life. <laughs> It'll change your life or even open your mind to something you never really considered before. And let me know what you think. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. And until then, check out the collective, check out the book, and I will talk to you all soon, okay? Bye.